planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week. It has been a fantastic week here in the greater New York City area. We hope the same for you. Again, it's hard to believe we are almost at the end of July. Where is the summer going? But it's all good. We hope everyone is having a great year in their business, the sustainable success way. If you have any questions in regards to how you want to finish the second half of the year, feel free to, again to reach out to us here at Sustainable Success uh, uh, at, at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com or Chris at SustainableSuccess.net. Either email, we'd be happy to have someone get in contact with you to assess where you're at, where you desire to be. We'd be happy to chat with you. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types. Also an opportunity perhaps to meet new people for the first time. This is a paid membership program, meaning that it takes all the noise out of social media, meaning that you get to create genuine and authentic relationships without all the notifications and a way to now share content that is of value and an interest to everyone involved. This also offers a wide array of different services as a member, meaning that you're able to take advantage of many different opportunities that are not available to the general public. If you'd like some more information about Alumni Direct, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumni direct.com. Well, we want to thank you again. If you're new to sustainable success, we're now here on the voice America business channel, formerly the influencer channel. We've been here since the end of April. And again, we are loving the new place where we're at. And again, we highly encourage you to share this show with everybody here at voice America, or also on our Apple at Apple podcast or our sustainable success 2017 Facebook page. Feel free to follow us there where we'll have many of our great guests sharing the words of wisdom and insights to take your business and to the next level. So today's show, we got a great one planned for you today. It's all about mindset because you know here, the sustainable success way, we all look at mindset as the foundation of any success we have at a personal team and an organizational level. We're going to be talking about how to unlock the mind's true potential. Yes, the mind's true potential. And today we're going to be talking with Kate McCauley, Kate is an educator, speaker, coach, a course creator who specializes in mindset and the power of retraining your brain. With over 20 years of experience as an, as an educator, Kate has honed her skills in helping individuals and organizations shift their limiting mindsets towards opportunities for success. And without further ado, we welcome Kate McCauley to the show. Kate, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Chris. Thank you for having me today. I'm excited to chat. It is so, we're such an honor to have you here today sharing the insights. We love everything to do about the mindset. So tell us, share a little bit about, you know, when it comes to mindset, people have heard about mindset and, you know, how we think differently, but why is, why is it how we think so important and critical to the success of anything that we're striving to do, whatever that means to the eye of the beholder? Well, Chris, from my experience as an educator, as a mom, a business owner now, working with a lot of different clients, wearing a lot of different hats, really, I really think that what we focus on becomes our reality. So if you are telling yourself, you know, this is too hard, or 
Why am I not happy? You know, and focusing on those things, that is what you're going to see. And there's some simple tricks that you can use. And when I say simple, they feel easy to do, but they do take some time. You know, it's not a magic pill by any means, but there are tools that you can keep in your back pocket that I love to share with people so that they can tap into the full potential of their mind. Because a lot of times, you know, you're leaving opportunities on the table or you are telling yourself a story when if you make a simple shift, your whole life can change. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about that because, you know, again, you know, you know, it all happens in the mind when in terms of how we look at things and how we think of things, which impact how we be it to become it and then do things differently and achieve better results. What can you share with the audience in terms of what are these shifts that people can start to make? What are, like even if it's just starting with one thing to move sure. forward? Sure. Well, I'm going to use myself as an example. As you mentioned, I was an educator for 20 years. I'm still an educator. I just use my skills differently now. So I was in the public school system for 20 years and I was phenomenal. I'm just going to own that. But it was also a place that had become toxic for me. And I desperately tried to change it alongside of my other you know, team of educators that I was lucky to work with. But I realized that I could only change myself and I could not change what other people are doing and policies, all of those things. So I took a leap of faith and mid pandemic, I resigned and started my business, which was originally thought to be a little side hustle. So I call it a long beginning when I was there as an educator. And someone recently told me that I'd never thought of it that way. I thought, you know, I will be an educator till I retire. But what I needed to do when I decided to leave that toxic situation, because I felt, you know, the timing aligned in some ways I was pushed. That's a whole nother uh, maybe topic we could talk about. But I started to use affirmations and I am all about neuroscience and, you know, how the brain works and the reticular activating system in particular. So that's the gatekeeper for, you know, what comes into your mind. If you're shopping for a car, let's say you're looking for a Jeep, you will see Jeeps everywhere on the road. That's the reticular activating system at work. So I retrained my brain and started saying things. So to give you one simple tool, you can't see it here in my office, but I have affirmations that are written on a whiteboard. And one of them is, I am the missing piece to every opportunity that presents itself to me. And I'm going to tell you, Chris, that I did not believe that when I first left that role as an educator, because who was I, you know, to leave a 20 year career and start over. But as time has, you know, continued to move along, I say that to myself, you know, in the shower, when I'm driving, before I get on a sales call, you know, when I'm talking to someone about how I can love their team. I let that float through my brain and I visualize what that looks like, you know? So using an affirmation like that and making sure you're specific is just one tool that you could use to start that mindset shift. Wow, that's great. I think that's so important. And, you know, when it turns, you know, everybody's going to be at different levels, you know, in terms of where they are. But I love the fact that, you know, these affirmations can be what we decide them to be, correct? Like they don't have to be, verbatim but but something that again that's going to invoke like some action like i will or i am sure. those types because it, 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 it's they're more powerful and uh oh absolutely you know you have yeah. to follow with action you know i could i could walk around and say i am a speaker i am a business owner but if you know i don't start taking action after that you know i'm just you know telling myself a little story but saying those things retrains your brain because your brain wants to be right 
you know, we want, you know, to whatever is floating through that brain, you know, habits, you don't think about brushing your teeth and doing things like that anymore. But when you create these new habits, your brain wants to make it simple and make it easy for you. And after time, it will become automatic. So when I first resigned, and I was telling people, well, I'm a business owner, you know, and I'm a speaker, I do workshops, I coach, you know, leaders. I myself didn't feel 100% confident in it because I, my brain was still like, what are you, are you kidding me? You're, you're a teacher. You've been a teacher forever. This is what you do. But over time, you can shift that story by flipping the script. And you can do that. You don't have to make a great big change yeah. like, like I did. It could be, you know, you're saying to yourself, you know, why am I not happy? I would challenge people to say, and maybe this is in business or their professional life. I would challenge them and simply say, just flip the script. Ask yourself a different question. What can I do to be happier or to be more successful? You know, it doesn't have to be leave your job and start again, you know, but there's definitely tools you can use to rewire the brain. Wow, that's great. And and, and when we when we're rewiring the brain, Kate, it would, you know, I I know when I went through this process over 20 almost 25 years ago now. It's been a long time. I had, you know, it wasn't easy because again, I, I I was conditioned to think, you know, in a completely different way. I, I I reacted to everything. I operated from fear, and I wasn't in the moment. And you know, I had to change my my thinking away from expectations to intentions. What would you suggest? Like, would you that when you do this, it's not something we we do once in a while. We have to be consistent, right? We, we, you know, and can if you could talk about like when we're making these changes, we got to start somewhere, but but. The important would be the consistency. If oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I if you just said like one time, I am a speaker. Okay, great. You, you know, <laughs> but you have to actually, like you said, continuously do that. And if you're sticking with the affirmations or you want to create a new habit, let's say you want to focus on gratitude, and you want that to be in your life on a regular basis. It's really easy in good times when you're on vacation or you know you're you're in a new relationship. You start something new and exciting to focus on gratitude. But really, you need to focus on something like that every day, like you had just mentioned, to be consistent with it. So what I suggest, another little tool they can steal, is habit stacking. So something that you- Oh, yes, yeah. I love do. that. I, can you go over that? I love that term, by the way, what you just sure. said. Sure, yeah. I mean, yes, this Please is, talk about that. Absolutely. This is something that you do already and you don't realize, but you can do this to create new habits. So habit stacking is simply something that you already do in your life. Let's say I mentioned earlier about brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth every day. Now, some days you might, if you're real busy, you may be thinking, did I brush my teeth today? Especially, you know, you're working from home. It's craziness for some people. But in most cases, you have a routine. Unless the day gets crazy somehow, you probably do the same similar things every day. And then you brush your teeth, you know, whatever the order is. You can take that habit that you already do and stack maybe that gratitude journal with it. And your brain over time will start to think, okay, this is what we do now because we bring, there's so many things that are coming into our brain. You can't possibly process all of those things. And it does take a little time and consistency. And if you can add, you know, a little bit of dopamine or something after that, you can even take it to another level of making that habit stick a little bit more quickly. But habit stacking and think of things, don't make it so difficult. Sometimes clients say, well, I want to do this great big thing. And what do I already do that's amazing? Stop that. You put your shoes on every day. 
right? You do things every single day. Maybe you check your email, you check your phone, whatever it is that you do and you probably don't even realize. Maybe while you're making a cup of coffee, <laughs> you know, you can add these little things, whatever the new habit is into your life. And over time, your brain will start to say, okay, when I drink a cup of coffee, then I do this. After I brush my teeth, then I do this. That's the basics of habit stacking. And oh, that's I'm going to add one more thing in because yeah, I, I get excited. The teacher of me wants to like teach everyone some things. If you can, in the beginning, put a cue there. So for me, I do a gratitude journal every morning. Unless like, for example, this morning, my son came in super early. No idea why he woke up because he's a teenager. But normally I have the same routine when I wake up. I have that gratitude journal and pen right next to my bed on the nightstand. So I see that when the alarm goes off and I see that there. So if you can put a cue along with that habit stacking where it's right there in your face, then it's easier. Make it easy for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Again, 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 you can't, you can't put too much, but you got it. You got to be, like you said, you got to stretch, you got to stretch and, and do that. What would be some other things when, when you talk about, you know, reaching the mind's full potential and, you know, and we talked, you talked about some of the things that people, what people can do to kind of do that. What are some of the things that people can see as a result of doing that? Like what, like what that can, how that can help, help them with their well-being, sure. their personal relationships, you know, their, their careers, maybe they leave like how you did, you left a, you know, a career of 20 years in, in a, in a pretty much like a stable Oh, yeah. job that would have given you know but you but you 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 left without even despite the fear to pursue something you really love that you felt gave, gave you more meaning talk about how the by reaching that mindful potential that can help people in that area sure so just know that there is fear always fear is there and you know sometimes people say to me now you're so brave i was like yes yes and no you know there was fear there's worry and that always creeps in but when you start to see these mindset shifts and you have the change, it will literally have a ripple effect into all areas of your life. Like you said, I left a steady job where I knew every two weeks I would be getting a paycheck. No matter how crazy it was in the hallways of my school, I was getting that direct deposit. And I knew that that was coming. And for many years, as I said, some people have told me, well, one person, and I stole it from her, said it was a long beginning. You know, you got those skills to where you are now. For a long time, I thought, I can't leave this because of that fear. You know, how am I going to buy football cleats for my son? How am I going to travel and do all of these different things? But when I started to do that internal work on myself first, before I helped any client or any organization, I started to feel those ripple effects. Other people started to see it. And they were saying to me, what are you doing? So some of the things that you will see is, let's say for business, for example, you will be more confident. You will show up as you know the best version of yourself on a sales call at that speaking engagement maybe before I get on stage, whether it's virtual or in person, I do feel that fear. Before you get on a sales call, you'll feel that fear. But you can use these tools like a simple power pose or flipping the script where you say to yourself, I'm excited for this. I am the missing piece to every opportunity that presents itself to me. So when you retrain your brain, your brain doesn't know the difference between what you are saying and reality. And as we were talking about, your brain wants to be right. You know, it doesn't want to have this battle with you like, no, that's not true, Kate. You're not the missing piece. You know, it wants to be right. It wants to make things easier for you. You just have to keep saying it. And you need accountability. 
You know, I, I've been on calls with people, especially when I coach leaders who want this to happen in a week and I won't work with them because, you know, it's not a magic pill, but you need someone to keep you accountable to just simply ask you to, you know, flip the script or look at it in a different way or say, what can you do? What simple things? Um, I, I read it in a book somewhere, the Goldilocks rule, you know, make it like what is just right for you and a little bit further. You know, so just to push someone and keep them accountable. I myself have coaches. You know, I, I couldn't do all of this on my own as a teacher. You know, I had to guide those students. So I think, you know, there's a lot of different things, but I think that the ripple effect into your business, you know, I don't want to get, I would never say to someone, I guarantee, you know, you'll make more money. But most people I work with come back to me and say, we're, we're closing clients. We're doing this. And it, it feels like, a totally different world for us. And it's just some mindset shifts. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And, and because when, when you're able, you know, talk about if you could share, when you talk about these shifts and we have a couple minutes and we could always carry on after the break, you know, how this is able, how we can look at things in like in a different way. Like we see, we, you know, do we see challenges and obstacles in a different way? Do we, you know, we become less attached to the outcome itself, even though that's what we're striving to get, get to, to obtain, but we we're we don't we're not attached to the to the outcome. We're more focused on the process. I, at least from my perspective, when I've when I've learned how to you know operate in the moment, you know, from a growth mindset. Talk about that and like how that has helped could help people achieve things that they maybe had issues and, and problems in the past. Well, I think you nailed it. It's a growth mindset. You have to be willing and have that open mindset as well that things can change. You know, that what you thought was the end result might not actually be what happens. Maybe it's something better, yeah. you know, and you have to learn to, you know, trust the journey and look at those failures as stepping stones because it wow. is directing you where you need to be. Yeah. So, so important. I love it. Well, I know we got about a less than a minute to to the first break. And, and instead of going, you know, we, I like to start with where we left off and coming after the break. But if you can just summarize in about 15, 20 seconds, just some of the, the key key things you shared in a, in, a, in, a, in a, with an impact statement for the audience, that would be wonderful. What we've already talked about? Yeah. Sure. So, you know, be willing to have that growth mindset. Stay open to the possibility that, Things are going to change. What you thought was maybe the original plan doesn't have to be that plan. And start simple with one tool. Don't try to you know do everything all at once. Steal that habit stacking idea and you know see what happens. It will have ripple effect into all areas. Awesome. Well, again, we're here with Kate McCauley. We're talking about unlock your mind's full potential. We got to go to break, but when we come back, we got more to come because we've only touched a, just the, the top of the iceberg here. We got more to go way down to start getting into why we can unlock your mind's full potential. We'll be right back after the break. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we're talking about Unlock the Mind's True Potential with Kate McCauley. Again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today uh, here at the Voice America Business Channel. Kate, you gave some such great information on some of the things that we could do to start making these subtle shifts uh, in terms of changing our mindset and how we look at things. Let's talk a little bit about like when we're able to make these shifts, you know, in the way we look at things, how can this impact some of the other things that are important to you know, in our, in our success, in our business, or can just be in life in general, like how it impacts our confidence, our self-esteem, our communication, how we make decisions, how do we take risks and how we follow through with action and not be busy and, and yet not productive type of thing. If you could share some insights to that, this would be quite valuable for the audience to hear. Sure. So, you know, limiting beliefs creep in for all of us, right? Even those of us like myself who focus on mindset. As business owners, we have limiting beliefs that creep in. You know, can I handle this? Is is this, you know, aligned with what I want to do? So I think when you start to practice this and you're mindful and you put, you know, any type of mindfulness into your life. And remember, you don't have to take a deep dive into mindset and mindfulness. It could be a few things. Start with one, you know, and when you start to do that, let's just say you decide to focus on the moment that you're in. Instead of having those limiting beliefs that are creeping in and you start letting yourself spiral and worry about all of the things that could go wrong when you're in the moment and you focus on, okay, this is what I need to do right now you are more productive. You know, when you're in the moment on a sales call or working with your team and you are asking them, you know, what do we need to do to be successful? I often advocate when I work with business owners and the organization, if I'm, you know, talking with the leaders and they say, we really love our team and we want them to stay, what can we do? And I offer this and we use it as educators and I think it really transitions well into business. It's called win time, W-I-N what is needed. It is a simple thing that you can use to be mindful in the moment, shift your mindset instead of thinking about all of those things, you know, that happened yesterday or what might happen three weeks from now. If you give your team win time, 
Maybe it's at the end of the week. Maybe it's at the end of each day. This is something that you can allow people to truly step into what they need to do. Maybe they just need to go to the bathroom and eat lunch or breathe. Maybe they need to focus on something. I read somewhere and I'm I'm not exactly sure, you know, if this is true, so I would have to check it, but I read that Google did this from the beginning. That you know, they had 80% of their day that they needed to focus on whatever their job responsibility was. Stay in your lane, do what you need to do. And then 20% of the day, they gave them time. And you know, that's how new things came up within their company and they developed different avenues and spikes, so to speak, of Google, like, you know, Gmail and different things. So it's just something to consider, you know, and it really can change the atmosphere. You know, I can tell you that if I was in, no matter if it was me as a teacher, me as a business owner, if I'm in a place that I feel cares about me, you know, and they're paying attention to what we're doing right now, I I think that I probably would still be. Uh, you know, in that job, you know, I would not have left that career because I just couldn't get people to listen to me and say, hey, you know, we need this solved right now. You know, so I I think that's just one tool that you could possibly steal and do it for yourself too. win time. What do you need? What do you need right now? Yeah, I love that. Love that. And, And it's so important. And, you know, and when you think about when you use the, the example of Google, like you look at certain organizations, why they're, you know, they're at certain levels compared to others. Doesn't mean that because you're bigger, but I'm just talking about in terms of how they operate and looking at their key performance indicators, their, their, their retention percentages are higher, less absenteeism. There's higher levels of production and efficiency. Uh, there's higher levels of, of how that impacts revenue per, per, uh, per staff member in terms of generating revenue and and net profit margin and all that. But when we look at all these things, okay, what would you say, like, again, how why mindset would play plays in a role in that? It's not like this, oh, yeah, yeah, it sounds, you know, I know it, it sounds good, but it really, is, can it really do that? I know for a fact it can. And I would love right. to, you know, love to hear your insight and how you help leaders do that, because I think that's so important for the people listening here. Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm obsessed with the brain and how the brain works. You know, I've retrained myself. I've done it with my students, my son, clients. You know, I'm thinking of a client right now who I'm currently coaching. And honestly, I was a little surprised when she reached out to me because I, you know, was thinking, wow, she's, you know, she's got everything in line. I didn't really, you know, think that she and I would work together. And as we have started working together, you know, she says to me, I don't want to stand still. And that right there is such an important fact for anyone who she's a leader within her company, but anyone who's, you don't have to be the owner, but anyone in any position, if you don't want to stand still and you have that growth mindset, you know, you have to realize that you have to retrain your brain because we will keep doing the same things that we are doing unless we decide to do something different. So that's where the mindset piece comes in. You have to make a decision. And then, of course, it does take work. It's not sunshine and rainbows and a magic pill, all that stuff. But it literally can change. So she did the internal work, you know, on herself. You know, I'm thinking of one specific client. And then when she tells me things that she is doing with her team, like happiness check-ins, you know, and hearing that, you know, they're closing different clients and things like that. And I always tell her the answers are within you. 
I'm allowing her to tap into it and holding that mirror up as her coach. And when I work with the team, you know, as a mindset mentor going into the business. Uh, but it's it's incredible to hear because, you know, admittedly, I even thought, I don't even know if she needs me until we got on that first call and she was explaining that she doesn't want to stand still. She wants to move further. And then now everyone she works with, her team, they're all benefiting from it. You know, because what she's done for herself, she makes it uniquely hers and shifts it a little bit for, you know, what they do. But now they benefit. Her kids benefit. Her friendships. Everybody benefits when you work on yourself. And some people think, you know, that it's selfish. And that's absolutely incorrect. It is actually selfish for you not to do it because you're not showing up as your best self for those people that deserve that version of you. Mm. No, so, so true. So, so true. I love that. And so forth. And then, you know, when you think about, you know, the, you know, when we're unlocking our mind's full potential, can you, can you equate that also? Like, you know, we, we live in a world where we, we constantly manage problems. We're always managing problems. There's always going to be problems, but sometimes we see problems as, as obstacles or setbacks or like we, so people are conditioned to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Rather than really, are they really opportunities and 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 ways that we can expand and grow, and and then instead of resisting them, we should embrace them. So, if we shift our way of thinking, talk about the importance of that of turning problems that why they're necessary to grow and expand, and how our mindset can can expand on that to do great things with. I I, right. I see so many people because they 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 think you know they but they they want to manage problems because it's safe. I don't have to sure. make a mistake. I don't have to be, you know, put myself out there and look incompetent or look like an imposter or, you know, God forbid, if somebody views me as incompetent mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, now, yes, I am putting myself out there. And if I make a mistake, I'll own it and I'll learn and grow from it. But, but I'm going to, I'm going to move ahead a lot farther. I, I right. If you could share from that, I think that would be quite enlightening for this audience. Sure. So, Chris, you know how when something's going wrong and you say, what else can happen? And sure enough, something else happens and it starts, you know, it's a spiral and it's just like this big snowball almost that, you know, you're training your brain to look for things that could go wrong. You know, something little, you know, turns into a big thing and ruins the rest of your day, you know, and or the rest of the week, the month, the quarter, whatever it is, because we... Oftentimes, you know, and I know people need to vent and it's okay, but oftentimes when people are saying, I work so hard, I do this or this happened to me, that happened to me. And I'm not discrediting any of, you know, especially some things that are very traumatic that happen in people's lives. But, you know, people like to say like, oh, I feel so bad for you that, you know, instead though, if you could flip the script, retrain your brain, not that you're happy about not getting you know, maybe that new client, or for me, if I wanted to really speak at, at a certain event and I didn't get that, you know, if you could say, why is this happening for me instead of to me, you know, and what can I learn from this? That is so valuable because you right there can say, what could I do differently right now or in the future? Next time I submit for, you know, speaking engagement like this or pitch a client, what can I do differently to have a different outcome? And you will start to come up with those answers. You know, it's real easy to get into what's called a doom loop where you'll start saying like, oh, all these terrible things and this is happening, that's happening. I can't do this because of this. You're training your brain 
for that very outcome that you're yeah. not going to do it. You know, when you start saying to yourself, I can, I will, you know, I am capable. And then, you know, obviously adding some other, the more specific, the better on the end of that, your brain will start to help you take action to do those things. You know, and I, I can tell you that from a very young age, people probably don't realize it, but teachers were doing that for you. Your parents were doing that for you. You need to do it for yourself. Get someone who can keep you accountable because if you shift instead of, you know, all these roadblocks coming my way and looking at it as, oh, but what if I tried this? or I learn from it, I think that one, you'll be happier, less stressed. And two, you might actually fall into something even better. I honestly did not think that I was going to run workshops and be a speaker when I resigned from my position. I thought I would coach women like me who are mm -hmm. unhappy as teachers and wanted to leave. And I don't do that now. And it's because I allowed myself to realize, you know what? the universe is saying things to me. I'm open to these things. And, you know, it was really tough to find those clients. And, I'm, you know, so if you allow yourself to flip it and say, why is this happening to me? You know, I had to teach during the pandemic and that was terrible. I hated it, right? I was building the plane as I was flying it, as all educators were. But now I give virtual presentations and I want a podcast with you, you know, radio show. And those skills even though at the time I was like, this is horrible. This is crazy. This is, you know, I was in that doom loop because I wasn't happy, you know, in addition to the pandemic with my job. But now looking back and I try to approach everything like that now, why is this happening for me? Not to me. Hmm, yeah. So, so important. And I love that, you know, all these things that you're sharing here and, and so on. When, you know, now that, you know, like, you know, when you look at the mindset, when we shift and we talk about some ways to do that, it, what what is your view like on mindfulness, meditation, maybe coupling other types of habits to support it? I love meditation and journaling, but, mm -hmm. you know, to some other people, it could be some other combinations, sure. how that helps us to become more present, you know, to see things with more clarity versus, you know, just in this case, with more clutter. So I think you have to find what is uniquely yours. You know, you just mentioned you like journaling. Some people love to do that. I love to do the gratitude journal, but I pop three things in there. You know, I don't usually spend a lot of time. I journal for other areas of my life, but each morning I pop the first three things. And it's some days it's a little deeper than others. Some days it's simple as coffee, sunshine. You know, <laughs> other days it might be, you know, I'm, I'm so excited that my town coordinator booked this and I love these people. I can, you know, I might squeeze it all in, but I think you need to find what is uniquely yours because what works for me does not always work for other people. I do think that mindfulness in general, in the workplace, in your personal life can really shift things in a positive way for you. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, some people think, oh, it's all woo woo. And like, can this really change your brain? It is science backed that if you focus on, you know, being mindful that you can have benefits from it. You know, I'll share one quick technique for you. I know we're going to go to break soon, but I tell my clients to, you know, when bad things are happening, of course, I had just told you, let's see, why is this happening for me? Don't push that down though. And act like, you know, everything's wonderful. You need to, I use a technique called rain, recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture, recognize what's happening right? Investigate it. Why is this happening to me? Nurture, you know, okay, what can I do? I see you. I feel you. 
And then um, I might have skipped it. Allow yourself to feel that in there. Um, And then do it with kindness as you go through that. It's like 90 seconds. Mindfulness doesn't have to be, you know, you spend a half a day where it can be, but it doesn't have to be. Well, I love it. So in terms of the, one of the things that like, what I, I like to talk, if you could share with is, you know, how with mindfulness, how we, it, it, or my, you know, how we, you can use our minds full potential and how we can operate from a growth mindset, how we can now be better communicators as a result of it. Like, how does that impact our relationships with our families, children, when you do teach and educate people, sure. uh, you know, all those, all of those factors. So I just shared something on LinkedIn that I think really connects to this. And I was surprised how many comments came because as a teacher, I was, this is just what I have always done. You know, I taught a lesson and I call it the toothpaste experiment. And I did not create this. Somebody else somewhere in the world did. It was years ago. I have no idea where I even initially found it. But what I did was I brought a tube of toothpaste in and I put, squirted it all out onto a paper plate. And I asked my students, you know, here's um, some toothpicks. Here's some plastic knives, spoons. Do you think any of you can get this toothpaste back into this container of, you know, the tube? And of course, there were some brave individuals that, you know, said, yes, yes, Mrs. McCauley, I can do it. I can get it back. And they tried, really. They actually, it was a great lesson to say, you know, teamwork, collaborating. And no matter what they did, it was a mess. And the moral or, you know, the objective of it was that once you spit your words out, you can't really put them back in without it being yeah. Yes. And I think, we, we're, we're reacting versus responding. <laughs> exactly. So I think, you know, what you're saying, what, what could we do? How does that improve mindfulness right there? You pause before you speak, you think, you know, and we, we know these things, we don't often do them, but when you practice mindfulness, it allows you, you know, to just incorporate that into business life in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we got a we got a minute to the next break. If you, so, Kate, if you could sum up it with a high impact statement again, what you've shared in this second half in terms of this valuable insight that you've talked about here with us today. All right, one statement here. Let me see. So, I would say that you know, tap into mindfulness because your brain is so powerful, and it needs to be unique for each of you. But you really should try to tap into it. What do you have to lose, right? There's so many tools. Start with one and you know, lean on people for accountability. Wow. Love it. So everybody again, you know, you know, you know, Kate is sharing some really valuable insights here. We highly encourage you to go back and listen to this show in its entirety here uh later today. And then also again, you can go back and, and share this with your teams, other people that can get some value. We got to go to break, everybody. When we come right back, we got more to come. We're talking about Unlike, Unlock the Mind's True Potential, again, with Kate McCauley, and we'll be right back after the break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. listening to sustainable success with chris salem call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790 again that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to chris at christophersalem.com now back to sustainable success well, welcome back. We're talking about Unlock the Mind's True Potential with Kate McCulley. Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types and an opportunity to meet new people for the first time. This is a membership program, meaning that it has no social media notifications, but offers a, a lot of different ways to connect uh, either one-on-one, one-to-few, one-to-many, and really formalize groups that can help move you personally and your business to the next level. Again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Kate, I know you have an interesting story that, you know, ever since you transitioned, you've been an educator for over 20 years and you made the transition to as a mindset coach working with leaders. I know even this is coming to hand really handy personally with your own son. And, you know, and how it's helped him to really, you know, turn, you know, his capacity to process things and really, you know, really do well moving forward. If you could share that, I think it would really connect and be quite valuable with the audience. Sure. So my youngest has a uniquely beautiful brain. He has auditory processing, ADHD, and dyslexia. And for the longest time, this was when I was, you know, still in that education role, I would come into the meetings as the teacher mom and probably no one liked to see me because, you know, I had a background in education and people in those meetings, although they were well-intentioned would often say, you know, he probably will never read. He can't do this. And we were even saying it at home. He would tell people I can't, you know, cause his dyslexia was severe. And I had a shift. I actually read a book called the gift of dyslexia. And I started to look at it differently, you know, and see his uniquely beautiful brain for what it was. And when we started that shift and he started to, you know, make a mindset shift, really, he made huge gains. And I'm telling you that it changed his entire life. And then I was able to use that with my students. I use it now with my clients, just ways that you retrain, you know, you befriend fear a little bit because it was scary trying to teach him something new. All the shoulds and the supposed tos, we let go of that and said, you know, how can we change this? And when he was in second grade, he couldn't read the word the. And now going into seventh grade, he actually reads at a 12th grade level. 
Now I'll say that there's some other areas socially and different aspects that we're still working on, just like all of us are still working on things. But I think that my uh, role with him as his mom and as an educator really has helped me help other people see the gifts inside them and to tap into that because my youngest allowed me to see the world in a different way. So, you know, it's just another example that when you're doing this work for yourself and for other people, you can use it. People often say to me, you know, how can I do this stuff with my kids? You just have to make it uniquely theirs and it doesn't have to be dyslexia. It could just, maybe it's sports or whatever. You know, you can use these techniques and help them show up as the best version of themselves. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I one can definitely relate to that because myself being born with ADHD back, and this is back in 1967, I'm dating myself, 56 years old, but, you know, back at the time, they didn't know how to deal with that. And and it's through, you know, how I retrained my brain to think and use mindfulness, how I was able to offset the symptoms of, of ADHD mm-hmm. and really be able to be focused for the first time in my life. And it's so true that if we're able to be consistent with what you're saying and all the great things that you're doing with your child uh, to do that. And, you know, and the, you know, like you said, there's always beauty and always gifts disguised in these so-called Right. Know, things that they feel, oh yeah, that's limiting. No, well, it might be limiting in certain areas, but it it, it opens up things for other things where people are not going to be as gifted as he is, and and that's what Absolutely. I love when I hear those things. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about you know you're doing you you've shared so much insight to all these things about you know re- unlocking the mind's full potential, how it could help us professionally, personally. And, you know, what are some of the things that that you feel are great ways to create awareness around this? Like, so, you know, that people are, you know, yes, they read about it on social media, but there's books, but, you know, but, but how do we get, how do we make it more consistent to really share with people the importance of unlocking our mind's full potential and, and what that can do to transform our lives and business? Well, I think it really starts at the top you know, with leadership within businesses, different organizations, schools, that if people are willing to, you know, see things through a different lens and shift the perspective and start with themselves and then, you know, allow their team to start trying some of these things and seeing, you know, what results happen from it. And the beauty of it is, is you could set, you know, a plan. Let's say you wanted to be more confident or you wanted to, like we were talking about wind time, focus on what we need right now. As time goes on, you can always shift and create new goals. You know, you will often find that what you thought was the end result, you gain so much more from trying these different things and saying, you know, once we did this now, like I was telling you, I did not teach that woman about the happiness check-ins. She thought of that, you know, because she started doing things first. She's like, I want to do a happiness check-in and actually care about the feedback, you know, from her team. And then put things into place where they can be more productive. They can get, do a better job. They, they are happier, you know? So I think that to bring awareness to it is it has to start at the top. Whoever's really the leader and making those decisions has to be willing to say, one, you can retrain the brain. You have to, it's, it's hard to teach some people and talk them into it in the beginning. But once they start seeing a shift, they're like, are you like a witch doctor? Are you kidding me? Like this, my whole, view of things is changing it 
And that was always inside them. They just needed to tap into that reticular activating system and, you know, start making little changes. And then once you do one thing, then you can do something else and take another step. So I think that's how the awareness begins. I love it. I love it. Love what you shared. And, and it's so true. And it, and it, and it, it starts with awareness. And we just, you know, everybody's not going to be, you know, really ready to absorb everything at the same time. So mm-hmm. that awareness ongoing is, is key, dripping that information and and so on. In terms of other things that you feel, Kate, what would, you know, work best to help people to really, you know, really embrace the concept of, of changing their mindset? Is it by actually doing some things like, like you talked about maybe that first step and some things you talked about earlier in the show? Mm-hmm. How can that really, you know, is it because of the evidence and certain things that people now can see and now they're like, oh, I believe? Or is it, you know, is there a way that, hey, I, I'm going to trust the process, even though I don't have the evidence completely yet. But right. knowing that, that if I keep doing this, this is going to change the directory or the direction of my my career, my business, my personal life, whatever that is to, you know, important to that person. I think that first, you have to realize that it has to be unique. You know, one thing that I always despised was when a new initiative was coming down the line, you know, and they were like, everyone has to do this. I I get it in some ways, but for something like this, you have to be able to provide your team with the opportunity to try it and then say, this works for me, this doesn't, because that's okay. You know, but you also have to I don't want to say talk them into it, but show them, you know, maybe some case studies or some science. Some people need to see that to believe that, yes, this is possible. And I would only start with one thing. You know, you can't possibly try to throw in 10 new tools into, you know, your whole team, you, yourself, you know, whoever is starting the work and think that it's going to work out well. You're going to be overwhelmed. Your brain actually is not gonna (laughs) cooperate with you. You know, as I told you, I'm obsessed with the brain and I know that micro learning is something that has to be done if you wanna be able to be successful. If you throw a ton of information, no matter what it is, this mindset stuff, anything new that you're bringing to your life, professionally and personally, you will shut down because you will be overwhelmed. Your brain literally cannot handle all of that, you know, and you'll feel it in your body, even if you're not verbalizing, like, I can't handle this your body will start to show you, you know, you will like have panic attacks. You will have headaches. You will have like, I had an eye tick when I was at my job. I just couldn't handle any more of the craziness that was coming my way. So I think that, yes, you need to believe that it's possible. You need to see that other people have done it. You need to have someone guide you because it is really easy for you to go back to those old habits because our brain has that, it's like a file, you know, in there and they go back. If you skip it there too, it's easy to go back to that, right? So I think that it's important to realize you can't do everything on your own. You need support. So I think that's true. A couple things. (laughs) (laughs) No, and then, you know, and and I think like, you know, I you know, I know you are, you know, you're out there now speaking and getting on more stages. And that is also a great way to mm-hmm. create the awareness, you know, for, you know, companies and, you know, just, you know, business professionals in general and so on. And, you know, and it's also a great way to, you know, I think if we're going to conquer fears, 
you know, especially public speaking is always a big thing. That's another thing that we, you know, can help us with our mindset and boosting our confidence. We have about, you know, if you could share that for a couple minutes to close out our show, I think that would be wonderful. Sure. So someone asked me, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple months into starting this new business of mine. Well, how long have you been a speaker? And initially I was like, well, I just started this, you know, a couple, but really I've been doing it for 20 years. I was standing in front of people for 20 years. Sometimes I was voluntold to actually run professional developments for the other teachers, but just speaking to classes every day, all day. And if you were in my school, some of those kids weren't really wanting to hear Mrs. McCauley talk. So you know, I've been doing it for a long time, but being able to speak to a group of people who, one, whoever brought me there values the fact that they want them to not stand still and move forward, learn something new that could help them be more confident. I always say to people, I'm looking for people to love and a problem to solve and how I can be a part of that solution. So when I do that in, you know, on stage, virtually in person and in workshops, I'm always, you know, thinking how can we uniquely make this work for you so that you will gain. And I always love when people say to me, I'm going to go do this right now. They get so excited at the end. And that's really intoxicating for me. You know, I get lit up thinking, yes, this part, I can share my words with someone and it can change their life professionally, personally. I just, I just love it. So yeah, that's, that's definitely a way where I can get the word out more. Well, that's great. Well, definitely, you know, people have to, you know, catch you and, and and hire you to get back, you know, to see you speak and share your knowledge in this particular area. So we're getting close to the end of the show. And I want to make sure that the, that the listeners and those listening later have an opportunity to get in touch with you, how to find out what you're up to, anything you would like to share or provide them. Feel free to do that. Sure. So I offer a free uh, breakthrough strategy if you're looking for coaching and you can find that on my website. I'm sure it'll be in the show notes, but my website is shop.danu now and that I'm sure will be in the notes. So you can click on that, make it easy for you. I also, you know, obviously talk with people about workshops and speaking engagements. There's a spot there that you can click on and we can chat. And really, if you just want to become a a part of my newsletter, there's a pop-up. It actually has a heart saying, you know, follow along so you can get mindset tips and hear about events because sometimes I do run some virtual events that other people can come to. It's not just for, you know, that specific business, but yeah, that's a way you could connect with me or LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, I'm, I'm on all those areas too. And of course, if you do connect with me, tell me that you heard Chris and I talk, cause I'm sure that we will align if that's the case. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. And just we have a minute if you could share in about 15, 20 seconds, just any parting comments or anything that you want to leave the audience to walk away from. Sure. The pressure's on. All right. So I would say befriend fear, you know, let yourself have that growth mindset that you can let go of all the shoulds and the supposed tos. Be open, you know, as Chris and I both have been saying that enjoy the process you know, be mindful of all of those things along the way. And we didn't talk about this much, but celebrate yourself. My goodness, celebrate yourself when you're on that journey. You know, the little wins and the big wins. Well, Kate, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to be with us here today. We thank you so much and everything that you're doing. And thank you for being here. Thank you so much. It was great to chat. And listeners, we want to thank you here, the Sustainable Success Way. Again, it's because of you why this show has been around for over six years. And again, we're continuously striving to really raise the bar to help 
bring in subject matter experts like Kate to help elevate your level of success and your business to the next level. Again, feel free to reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com or chris at sustainablesuccess.net for any insights into subject matter content that would help move you to the next level. And again, for any of you, any individuals or businesses that are looking for to revise or revamp or adjust anything in your strategies to move your increased revenue and to increase net profit margin and to create more valuable customer experiences, feel free to reach out to us here at, again, at chris at sustainablesuccess.net or chris at christophersalem.com. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. East Coast time. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.